I thought I was supposed to chase. I thought I was supposed to convince someone to let me show them everything I can offer. I thought I was supposed to focus on my career and making money so that I could make enough money to show that I have something to give so I may be loved in return. I thought fighting was passion. <laughs> like when we can hurl words at each other with a velocity to leave permanent scars that shows our passion for our permanent togetherness. My lack of desire to fight made me undesirable. My passiveness and anxiety around loud voices made me weak, unlovable. I thought I was supposed to mold myself into what they wanted me to be. Sculpt my body just right, say the right words, use the right tone of voice, listen to the right music, dress the right way. As each person changed, so did I. Exhausting. It is exhausting to try to train myself to fit into the perfect version of myself. The version of me that would be worthy of their love. The version of me that they wanted me to be. Do they want me to be the strong, silent type? I did research on what that meant. Don't cry. Stop crying. Your emotions are unlovable, undesirable. Oh, how I tried. How I tried to keep silent and strong to be the woman they wanted the woman that would make me worthy of their attention and affection, the woman who presented more as a man, a strong man, a stoic man. I wanted so badly to be mysterious, stoic. If I didn't cry, if I didn't feel, would they feel attracted to me? If my arms were strong enough to hold the weight of them as well as myself and in silence, would they want me? I thought I was supposed to chase them. I had to learn to play the game. Love could not be easy. Love was not meant to be easy. Love was meant to be pain. Love was meant to be something I fought for. Love was meant to allow me to overlook all of the objectionable things that I saw and heard so that maybe, maybe, I would be worthy of love. It's, it's a strange thing truly strange to look back at my life and try to put on the glasses that I wore all of my life that determined my perception of what love was supposed to be, of what I allowed myself to believe love was. Fairy tales were real to me, but even fairy tales were tumultuous in nature, searching, molding, shaping, chasing, convincing. Convincing them that I can give them enough. I can love them hard enough. I can sacrifice myself enough. I am not important. You, my dear, you are important. I will show you how important you are by abandoning everything it is that I am. I am nothing without you. I am nothing. I am nothing. Just let me give you everything in me and I will show you the value of my nothingness. I will show you. I will sacrifice for you. I need not. I want not. I need and I want only you and to give you everything in this life which you desire. It's a strange thing. Truly strange. 
my heart hurts for the me that believed all these things were necessary for me to be loved. As I sit here today in my ordinary life, I reflect on the pain that I always believed love was. I reflect on the contentment and consistency that I now see that love is. Love no longer asks me to sacrifice. Love does not ask me to perform. Love does not ask me to mold into anything or anyone except for, perhaps, my highest self. My most authentic self. The self that I have been shoving down into the dirt, punishing that self for having the audacity to ask for breath. Love begs me to honor myself. Love sees the broken pieces of me and does not ask me to spackle the cracks for love's aesthetic preferences. Love does not ask me to quiet my voice or to be a mystery. Love is curious about the moments of quiet and allows them to live as they are while welcoming my voice to break the quiet when I'm ready. My partner and I have consistently spent time worrying if we're doing the, the healthy thing, the right thing, the thing that will break the old patterns of abandoning ourselves and allowing ourselves to become lost in the forest that is love. What we've come to realize more and more is that the worrying is for nothing. We are two imperfect humans who give love and grace to imperfection. We welcome imperfection. We are two humans who are deeply committed to seeking, to evolving, and to unlearning ideas that no longer serve us. We are deeply committed to communicating, speaking our truth, and listening to each other's truth without judgment. I do not chase, and nor does she. We rest in the knowing that we are accepted, wanted, and loved. <laughs> I cry a lot, and truthfully, I never stopped crying. I would try to muffle it, hide it, tuck it neatly away so that they would not see how very undesirable I was. It rarely worked. The truth of me always seemed to burst at the seams. The truth of me was too loud to ever truly be stifled. But now, oh, now how the floodgates have been opened with the safety of companionship. The safety of being reassured that I'm never too much. I am loved for my sentimental nature. I am no longer labeled as overly sensitive, just simply sensitive without that being a bad word. I'm held tightly and gently in the moments I've always believed I was meant to shut myself in a bunker and wait for the storm to pass. And the sentiment is reciprocated. What is healthy? What is a healthy relationship? What is this which they call secure attachment? <laughs> I don't think it's something that I can quite explain. I do know, however, that in moments of conflict, we have learned how the other responds. Anger, fear, shut down and retreating into ourselves. We have learned because we are curious. We have learned because we ask the questions. We have learned more and more when to give space in those moments, allowing the ricochet of past experiences to run their course and settle down so we can speak without bringing the past into our conversations. 
We have learned to love each other without expectations of the other to fall in line with how we think the other should be. I am scared and she is angry and both are allowed to exist just as they are. We will debrief later, my love, when the big feelings have settled. We will debrief later, my love, when our minds have calmed from the neural pathways set in stone from previous relationships. The stone isn't as permanent as we once thought. The stone is clay. Our love is the water which drips on the clay, making it ever more malleable. I thought love was molding myself to fit into the picture of what someone else wanted. What I have learned is that love molds old ideas into new ones. The idea that I am exactly who I need to be in order to be loved. There is no amount of sacrifice I have ever done that made the wrong ones love me. Thank God for that. Love begs me not to sacrifice. Love only wants to see me and hear me while being seen and heard. I have learned that passion is in the relentless commitment to seek truth and understanding within each other. Passion is relentless compassion and support. Passion is not the fighting. Passion is the commitment to respect one another. Passion is learning the power of my words and being careful with them to show my commitment of unlearning and learning how to love you with all of the softness that has always lived within me. Love is not pain. Love is the treatment for pain. Love is the moments of reconciliation. Love is the feeling of relief and connection. I want to speak directly to you now, my love. Thank you. Thank you for your unyielding willingness to look within yourself. Thank you for the work that you put in to prove to yourself that you are committed to growth and to standing firm in your truth. Thank you for the belly laughs you provide with your silliness and your you-ness. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your softness. Thank you for your commitment to your boundaries. Since the moment I met you and heard your voice for the first time, I felt deep admiration and I am so grateful to be with a woman for whom I hold such deep respect. We have both been through more heartache than necessary, my love. We have both barely began to scratch the surface on all of the things that lie dormant in us. I am so grateful to walk beside you in the uncovering of the darkness while experiencing moments of joy. Your voice is powerful, whether it is shaking or steady. I love the warmth of your blinding light just as much as I love the darkness which you honor. I love you. I am so very thankful for how you allow me to love me. Thank you for not silencing me. Thank you for encouraging me to use my voice. Thank you for your softness and for your firmness. Thank you for the balance that we're always trying to find but can't quite get there and that's okay. Thank you for your patience. I am grateful. <laughs> oh, I am so very grateful. 
for the support that you provide me. I am excited to leave you little notes every morning. I am excited to walk with you and to explore with you and to live in this world with you. I don't know where we're going to go. I don't know where we're going to end up. I, d- I just, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Even in the moments of discomfort and fear and frustration and impatience, I know that if I'm with you, the world is right. Thank you. I love you. And I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful for cuddling on the couch with our dog for these very, very ordinary moments. These moments that I did not think would ever be my life. You are the fairy tale. You are everything that I've waited for. I thought I had to change everything about who I was in order to deserve someone like you. Passionate, empathetic, loving kind. Your intelligence baffles me. I hope that you know that you deserve rest. I hope that you lean more into the knowing that that is the truth. I hope that it is never questioned how much I love you. I hope to spend the rest of my life showing you through actions how deeply I love you. And I know what would happen if I cared. (laughs) I know that you would care with me. Thank you. I love you.